NPR. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. And I'm joined here by Chris Arnold from NPR's investigations team. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Darian. Good to be here. You've got a story about the shady depths of the car market. Why don't you just take us away? All right. So our story begins with Courtney Johnson and her husband, Darren, and they had just had a baby when they decided to get a new, safer car for the family. Well, I was excited. You know, like, I felt like I'd made a good decision as a mother. (laughs) So the couple lives an hour outside of Orlando. He's a fire sprinkler inspector. She's at home raising the kids. And they went to this dealership and they bought a little used Hyundai SUV. It had the backup camera, it had all the passenger and the kids' airbags in the back. It was an all-wheel drive car, so it did fit a lot of the safety features that we were looking for. But three weeks later, after the Johnsons had bought the car and took it home, they got what's called yo-yoed. Yo-yoed. That sounds pretty bad. I received a phone call from the finance manager of the dealership. He told them the financing for the car had fallen through, and if the Johnsons wanted to keep it, they had to come back and sign another contract with different terms. I was kind of confused. I thought this was a legally binding contract. You know, we've already drove off the lot. We've had this vehicle at home. You know, what do you mean it's not financed? I'd be pretty confused, too. I mean, the new car smell has faded. I mean, these people purchased it. It's, it's What's happening here? The thing is, even after you think you bought a car, It turns out that car dealers can yo-yo you and take it back. And we found that this is happening all over the country. All right. So today on the show, Chris Arnold and I will take you through the murky world of yo-yo sales. This message comes from NPR sponsor Arctic Wolf. Their researchers have released the Arctic Wolf Lab's 2024 threat report. Why will 2024 be a volatile year for cybersecurity? Learn more and get your copy now at arcticwolf.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Certified Financial Planners. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, Certified Financial Planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Chris, you investigated these yo-yo car sales. What did you find? Well, here's what we did. We we sent a survey to consumer attorneys who work on auto cases, and 40 of them responded. And together, just this few dozen lawyers said that they've gotten calls from nearly 900 car buyers in just the past year who say that they were pulled into one of these yo-yo car sales. Right, just like the Johnsons, who thought that they'd already bought this car. I mean, anybody who's bought a car, you've signed off on all that paperwork, and that the dealer's shaking your hand, you think when you drive off the lot, you're done. Right, but there's often some legal language, it turns out, in the paperwork saying that basically if the car dealer has trouble with the financing on their end, they can later cancel the deal. Then they can try to get you to agree to different terms. And if you don't agree, they can take the car back. In the Johnson's case, we did end up going to the dealership. He had a second contract laying there highlighted. I didn't feel like they were being very honest with me. The new deal raised the price of the car. It paid less for their trade-in, and it removed an insurance policy that they had in the first deal. So do they have any options here, or was it kind of like a fait accompli? Well, the Johnsons, like most people, agreed to it because they wanted to keep the car. 
But then the dealer called them back again, saying they had to sign yet another deal. And the Johnsons thought, look, the whole thing just seemed fishy. And they said, forget it. We're not going to do that. And the dealer sent a tow truck and repossessed the car. Pretty brutal. Meanwhile, the dealer had already sold off their trade-in vehicle. It was an old Ford Focus and didn't give it back to them. We both were just kind of like mind blown at the whole entire situation. Like, how is this even possible, you know? The dealership wouldn't answer their calls and it didn't pay off the loan on their old car. So it basically just took the car from them. Right. And they were stuck paying the loan with no car for close to a year. They eventually used a chunk of their small retirement savings to pay the loan back. I just remember being like embarrassed, confused. And amongst that period of not having a ride, I was like counting out change, trying to give friends money for like gas to get places. In NPR's survey, the consumer attorney said that about half the time, the dealer will tell the customer that it's too late to get their trade-in vehicle back. So what happened to the Johnsons? It is not a one-off random thing. It does happen all too frequently. John Van Alst is an attorney with the National Consumer Law Center. He says usually when you finance a car through the dealer, technically you owe the dealership the money for the car. But basically, they want to quickly sell your loan off to, say, the credit arm of Ford or Toyota or some other auto lender. The dealer doesn't want to get involved in financing and loans. That's not really their specialty. They just want to sell cars. Right. So if they have trouble selling the loan off, that's why they have that fine print in there so they can undo the sale and take the car back from you. They want you to feel bound by the contract, but they want to be able to walk away. John says to get you to buy the car, the salesperson might agree to a monthly payment that's, say, too low. Sometimes the car dealer actually makes a mistake and and thought that they'd be able to find a lender. But other times he says it's on purpose. In other words, the salesperson knows the deal is too good to be true, but they let you think you bought the car anyway. You've signed all the paperwork. You go home, you show it to your family, and then they call you back a day or two later and say, oh, no, you're going to have to except a 8% higher interest rate. And at that point, it's a whole lot more difficult for the consumer to walk away. The dealer might have already sold their trade-in. And so, Chris, you broke all this down for me. And the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, is crafting a new set of rules for car dealers nationwide, and it could crack down on this. Right. And in requesting public comment for its rulemaking, the FTC is asking directly, should we do something specifically to address the problem of yo-yo car sales? And consumer advocates emphatically say yes. I should add 18 attorneys general agree. They wrote in saying the FTC should do something about this, too. But as you might expect, the industry says we don't need any more rules. And we talked to Paul Mitri. He's with the National Automobile Dealers Association. He says there's nothing wrong with these sales contracts that give dealers the right to cancel the sales later. Many contracts have that language. We're really talking about a situation where you have tens of millions of transactions where this happens all the time. He means most times dealers don't actually yo-yo anybody back or change the deal. Paul says most dealers try to avoid that because if the buyer walks away, the dealer gets stuck with a car with more mileage on it, making it worth less. And also, and perhaps most significantly, you have an unhappy customer. The reputation of the dealership is key. The Dealer Association says car buyers like the current system the way it is, and changing the rules would create unnecessary delays. Paul says there are always going to be bad actors at some dealerships, but... To the extent there is an issue, it's something that can be addressed under current federal and state law. Those 18 uh, attorneys general, of course, disagree. 
Yes, yes, they do. And the thing is, yo-yo sales, too, can sometimes have some pretty bad outcomes. I mean, we spoke to two different car buyers where the dealer actually reported the car stolen after the buyer resisted bringing it back or signing a second sales contract. One night I'm just driving, and next thing you know, I get pulled over by the police. I got my girlfriend in the car, my little brother. Andre Flint bought a Camaro about a year ago from a used car dealer near Cleveland. But then he says he got tangled up in a yo-yo sales situation. The dealer was trying to get him to bring the car back. He said he would, but then he didn't. The dealer reported the car stolen. Andre says when the police pulled him over, he had the paperwork showing that he bought the car legally. They got me at, at the back of the car. One officer's talking about why is he pulling me over when all the paperwork and everything is in my name. And I'm like, it's so many cop cars behind me, it looked like I robbed a bank. Andre says it was actually really scary. Because it's like, you know, no offense, I'm black too. So it's like any slight movement, anything, man. It, it could have been just all downhill. And, you know, it, it was just, it was terrifying. It shook my girl up because we didn't know what was going to happen. The officers arrested him and he spent two nights in jail before he managed to get released. Nobody should have to go through something like that when you actually didn't do anything, man. Andre got a lawyer and is suing the dealership over all this. The Johnsons did too, and they eventually won their case. So two horrible stories. I, and I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have been in Andre's shoes. So let's turn to where people are trying to do something about this. Right. We looked at Maryland, which passed a law that says after four days, a car sale is final and that dealers can't sell your trade-in until then. And we looked at data from the state AG's office. And since then, we found that complaints about yo-yo car sales fell by more than half. Okay. So if I ever buy a car, I might go down to Maryland to buy it. It <laughs> might not be a bad idea. This episode was produced by Brittany Cronin. It was engineered by Catherine Silver. Tira Juarez is our fact checker. Viet Le is our senior producer. Kate Concadon edits the show. And The Indicator is a production of NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing, like not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. <laughs> dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.